Hello. Hello. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Matt. Hello. That is uh, French Stewart, Rod Ooh. Stewart's son. Special guest today. He was named after the onion soup. <laughs> he was, actually. Um, oh, can we start this off with a very Boise specific reference uh, yeah. to make everybody feel welcomed? The Boise. Ro- the Rod. The it's Rod's great. limo. The Rod's limo guy. He's not related to <laughs> Rod Stewart, but he is related to like Billy Joel or something. Does anyone know the actual thing on that? No, I, I know he's related to somebody, and it's weird, but it's not Rod Stewart. It's not it Rod Stewart. Be. It might was, be Billy Joel. I think it was William Joel. That'd be that'd be nice. Nice New Yorker. Yeah. I don't know if Rod's limos is still around, but if they is, sponsor us, please. I feel like I saw him like a few months ago, like at the store, and it was really weird <laughs> to see him like in like everyday life. <laughs> yeah, unless he's dri- um, unless he's driving a limo around that grocery store, I want I'd rather not fucking see him there. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see some I don't want to see some Rod Stewart cosplay in the wild. Some exactly. Billy Joel sibling ass Rod Stewart <laughs> look alike. Um, also, we should mention that Zach could not be with us today. Um, they're going, going through some shit. Going through it. You know what? Um, we don't lo- be assholes. Don't be assholes. We love Zach so much. Zach is a strong, yes. fucking brave human being. Don't yep. be a piece of shit. Yep. Don't be a piece um, of shit. No. Yeah. Um. All right. How you guys? How you guys doing? Man, I'm doing good. Nice. I'm doing all pretty right. good. I heard some sad news today, some re- sad wrestling-related news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was going to be the first thing I was going to bring up, too. Yeah. About sh- about Shad Gaspar? Yep. Uh, formerly of the uh, tag team Crime Time. Yeah. Oh. The dude was... Al- I mean, so there's still not a lot known right now. He's currently technically missing. Uh, but he was like... It looked like a, they were on a family thing. They were swimming undertow whatever came and swept people away he he had uh rescuers had come uh through but he had directed them like save my son my son's right there they got the son and then by the time they got back out he was gone uh and they haven't uh haven't been able to locate him yet so it doesn't look great but uh, yeah i mean it was a couple years ago he had stopped like an armed robbery too and then uh, like now like the rescuers are out like to get him and he told them to now go get my son like that's some fucking hero shit, right there. I mean, that's that's a hero if I ever if you ever heard of one. Uh, but it's it's still that's so fucking sad. It's and devastating. Obviously, obviously, our hearts go out to the family, and you know, I guess who knows, but it doesn't look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just really sad, and I mean, just the fact that like, so like at the, the very end, like he wanted to save his son. That's a super um, admirable. It's, it's a great trait to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so our, our our thoughts and well wishes out to the Gaspard fam and anybody that you know he was friends with and close with and everybody related yeah. to that. It's a fucking 100%. hard time, especially in this yeah. this time right here. You can tell they were just trying to like get out like with their family, like have a enjoy a good family moment. And so yeah, so it's rough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. In other more lighthearted news, um, there was a nice tweet. Um, the other day, let's said, uh, 
Hey, Adam Page, can I get a yeehaw for all your trans and non-binary friends? And Hangman Page replied and said, big yeehaw. Big yeehaw. Yeah, that's cool. So, shout out, Adam Page. Show your charisma on the television, bud. (laughs) Yeah, he's been, I mean, right now it's strange, because I'm assuming he's one of the guys who's just opting to stay home, uh, which I, you know, obviously that's fully, fully fine. Till this weekend. Yeah, I know he'll be there, right? I'm guessing uh, he will. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, I forgot that uh, that was this weekend. Yeah, so did I. I got this bright ass light shining in my face. Let's keep talking. Okay. Um, Other random weird news. Uh, Yesterday was a friend of the show, uh, three time guest, uh, Doctor Blurg's Emma's birthday. Um, Shout out Emma. Emma rocks. Absolutely. Um, Okay. Um, Happy birthday to Blurg. And I'm stoked that Emma got that Metro jersey because that's so sick. <laughs> yeah, it is rad. And also, uh, the the miniatures that you've been painting look rad as but Yeah. Okay. There's Hell one yeah. other piece of news, and while I have the person here, I want them to go over their feelings. AEW started a women's only fan group, but it's called AEW Heels. Yeah. And like the picture is like a pair of heels. Oh, like yeah. heels. Yeah, and it's. It's, it's. I think it's a little strange with that. Um, Jenna had some thoughts on it, and I wanted to yeah, please. give her the opportunity. I'm going to slide over real quick so she can take over the headphones and the mic for a second. Special yeah. guest alert! Slide in, Jenna. Um, Jenna. I was not expecting to be on here. I think you said I have like, funny things to say, and I'm not. <laughs> it's not funny. This is very serious. This um, is a very serious so show. Just input on it because your insight on this is way more than what we could say as three dudes. Yeah. I mean, I I I said I think it's a great idea. Um, like I the um video package they posted of like Brandy with like all the female wrestlers was cool, but I just think the whole like like the end of it, like did you guys watch the video for it? No, uh, I did. Uh-uh. So she like gives this speech. She's like, I want to be heard. Like, she's like, I want to talk to like-minded people and like, just like going on and on about like all these things she wants to be in at the end. She's like, I just want people to be confident in their own heels. And then it's like zooms in on her, like walking in heels. Like it was kind of cheesy, but like, I liked, I just told you, I was like, I like the idea. I just don't know if I like the name because I feel like I'm one end. Like I understand the whole, like, going into the heels like with like that saying but also it's like i think there's a stereotype about wrestling fans where it's like oh we're gonna take something that's like really traditionally girly and just be like like wrestling fans aren't like this stereotype like people who are dirty and like don't shower and all this stuff but also like i just don't know if i like that it's just like women heels so i don't know i just the name really took me back when they announced it yeah, yeah. That I have. Oh, go no. ahead, Matt. I was gonna say. Well, it, it, it's super strange because it's like, yeah, it feels. I don't know if tone deaf or whatever is the right word, but it feels weird to on that same show. You know, uh, you have Jake the Snake Roberts out there talking about like women belong in the kitchen, like it's you know generic fucking mm-hmm. I'm a shitbag heel thing. He's supposed to be booed for that, right? Rightly so. But then to turn it around and be like, no, we wear the heat, like. I don't know. It, it feels a little bit like uh, like a really dated, corny sort of uh, title. Yeah, like I I like the idea of like them just being like, hey, like we want to start a like uh, inclusive uh, community for like people who feel like they can't talk somewhere comfortably. You know, I think that's a great idea. But I just mm-hmm. think like the way they went about it to me just kind of like mm-hmm. turned me off. Yeah. I guess be the right. No, way for to sure, say it. for sure. Yeah. 
Also, did they show every uh, women's match in that one minute package? <laughs> That's what I said. Like, so, so like, what, two weeks ago, we got like video packages for like four women, like for the first time oh, ever. Wow. Yeah. And like, because I even yeah. like was complaining about it before. And I'm like, oh my God, we got video packages. And I feel like they took clips from that video package and just put it in that video. Like, it was like anything <laughs> yeah. new. So, yeah. I haven't been watching week to week, but if they do this, they should also maybe beef up the women. There's talent on the women's division. Right. No, like no argument there, but they should uh, utilize them more. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Especially like, it's just like they have people like Sadie Gibbs who hasn't even been on TV or like Allie or the bunny. And like, I don't know what happened mm-hmm. to her. I mean, yeah, they're seriously. from Canada, but um, I don't know if that's stopping anything. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much my thoughts on it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll give the microphone back to you, Sai. No, it's good to (laughs) see you. Thanks for popping on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Guys, see you guys. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm the last. Go ahead. Said I'm back. Like I said, I just felt like. She would have a lot more insight than me. Oh yeah. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I honestly, honestly, I missed it when I was watching it this week that they were that video package. Look at this, cooking look or this something. plate of food she just made. Fucking hey, Jenna, you're the MVP. That's a of food this plate. Week. That's a hell good, yeah. It's a good, good plate of food. Um, and the last piece is uh Martha Hart. Is that that's not her name anymore, right? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. She went on Jericho's podcast, uh, the wife of uh, Owen Hart. Owen, yeah. Yep. Um, to talk about a bunch of stuff, and it's it's very interesting. Um, there's some weird parts where, like, while she was suing WWE uh, for the death of her husband, the Hart family was, like, going against her. She, like, didn't mention Brett at all. and it They had a big think- falling out. Yeah, and it's it's a bummer, and that Dark Side of the Ring episode is premiering tonight. Uh, oh, it's it, Tuesday as we yeah. record this, and it I'm guessing it's going to be the best one yet. It's about Owen? Yeah. Yes. Wow. It's their season finale, I think. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to watch that. That's going to be really, really fucking wild. And so, they've been, yeah, they've been, they've been really... This season of the Dark Side of the Ring ones, if anyone hasn't watched it, it is... I, I haven't seen one yet that I was, like, upset about. Or it's like, been yeah. good. Yeah, like they've been the, really well the put Herb together. Abrams one was a little bit weird, but yeah, yeah. But this one, like, uh, I'm I'm really excited for. Like, I know a lot about this whole situation, mm. uh, just from like fucking uh, like the Hart family just being like I've been a huge fan of them forever, and then right. So like with like the whole Vince McMahon like kind of like suing them during mm-hmm. this whole thing was essentially Jerry McDivitt. Um, who's their lawyer? He's a fucking shark. And of course, yes. His thing was they didn't want it to be tried in Missouri. They wanted to be in Connecticut, and that's part of the contracts and everybody's that everybody signs is that if there's anything that's with the contract or with the performer, it has to be tried in Connecticut because there's certain laws there um, as far as like restitution oh. that Vince favors a lot more. Th- Especially than Missouri, and so weird. That, okay, and so, so that's like he has they like, were he, tying he, it up, and like it was like going to be years of litigation if they try to get it to to court. Oh my God, man, 
That and man is no fucking stranger to a lawsuit. Good lord. Yeah. Lord, no, not at all. Well, especially lord and a half, man. When you when you have a shark lawyer like Jerry McDivitt who has been the WWE corporate attorney, he fucking like you have a billionaire that's hiring you. You're gonna know every yeah, little dude, piece of thing. Right. That like, dude's cutting paychecks. Oh yeah. So that that dude like will know every little loophole, every little fucking way to try to get out of anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were doing there. And so like it's it's really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like like what they were doing, like the whole thing is really strange too, because the Hart family is very notorious for like fucking turning their backs on each other. Right. And, yeah. And like during the whole thing, some of the uh siblings of Brett and Owen like jumped on Vince's side. We're like, well maybe we can get like a payday, maybe we can do this. Um one of the one of the reasons why they've had a falling out with Brett and Martha was because Brett wanted her to keep going and not settle. Oh, that was part of it. But he said that there's more to it. It's because Brett like thinks that she's always hated wrestling and never wanted Owen in that life, and that he's rob that she's robbing the fans of uh, of Owen, and like he's very proud of his little brother, and you can tell he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And like he, I think it's because like they felt like the biggest connection with each other, and like a lot of the times, like the big stuff was like the feud with them, and so that's a big part of Brett's career that like he feels he can't do or stuff and stampede like, and so it's a yeah, really yeah. hard situation, and I understand her point. Uh, she doesn't want anything to do with Owen to make Vince money. Yeah. And that makes sense. And that makes sense. Oh, 100%. And it's, and it's kind of tough to say, you know, like, because on one hand, like, you'd think, you know, that you would assume, like, Owen Hart would would want his legacy to be able to be viewed uh, and enjoyed, you know, entertaining people, like, you know, what, he, what his career was. But at the same time, it's like the way that he died and everything. Like, I completely do understand the side of being like, we don't owe you a fucking thing. Uh, yeah. You know, you can't have... So, it, it's, I mean, it, it's complicated for sure, but... Mm-hmm. I, I, on a selfish level, I would I would love for them to come to some sort of uh, working terms with uh with the rights to his stuff. I just would really want like Owen to be honored in the way he should. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially with circumstances, but also like he was really fucking good. He was super innovative, especially in that day and age, being like a junior heavyweight. Um, like some of his matches in New Japan were fucking awesome. And him doing some very innovative stuff and bringing that to WWF and his feud with Brett, like the fucking cage match they had and the WrestleMania 10 match, like it was awesome. The whole Heart Foundation run, like when they were together. Yeah. Just some really cool stuff. And even like his stuff afterwards, like when after Brett, um, the screw job and he came back as the Black Heart, it was fucking cool. Like he should have won the fucking title from Shawn Michaels because that would have been. The fucking like biggest pop in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um I was giggling because uh you say Owen um Owen. exactly how Bret Hart does. <laughs> like just naturally. Oh, how did I say it? Like Owen. 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 <laughs> um also shout out to the band from the Tacoma Seattle area. That's Owen probably Hart. not a band any folk more. Oh, Owen? Owen Owen Hart. Uh, Owen Hart. 
nice. They were like the converge of Seattle Tacoma. Like, hey, all right. They, they were like the black cloud of Seattle Tacoma. <laughs> okay. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I was watching some YouTube today, and Bret Hart was having an interview about uh, they had done kind of like a, it's called like the King of Hearts, Owen Hart, and it was trying to be a, like a, just like a collection on his career and like do the documentary thing. But they mm-hmm. obviously had some handcuffs that they had. They couldn't show a lot of old stuff. And he was like, Bret Hart was like, well, you know, um, this DVD, it's good. It's just a bunch of shit because like we were really handcuffed because we couldn't show a lot of the stuff. I mean, it wasn't like the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be my DVD, which was really good. I mean, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> Dude, he's a fucking carny. I just the way he like was like business, dude. Even when talking about like his brother, brother that passed away tragically, like he's like, you know, wasn't it's not going to be as good as mine. (laughs) You might as well just go and watch mine. Like you should just watch my DVD because it's going to be really good. I say Owen a couple times. Um, before we get into the week, um, I just want to say this episode is sponsored by Adidas Socks. Go to Adidas. Just do- the socks. Go to Adidas. Go to AdidasSocks.com, uh, promo code Derek. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, get yourself a, a free one. You get one free sock. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one is twice the price of the normal yeah. sock for, but yeah. mostly, but shipping is free. But you, you send a free sock to someone in need and that person is me. Yeah. I don't need socks. <laughs> don't send me socks. Um, Every Christmas, okay. my mom buys me like a giant thing of socks. Tight. Yeah, dude, new, I, uh, new socks fucking rip. That's the one thing I... They I don't I, rip, I've, and that's the good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've changed my stance on this uh, now, but I used to think that if I would, if I were to ever become like a really like an, an eccentric, like multimillionaire billionaire, the mm-hmm. one thing I would just love to be able to do is just never put on the same pair of socks twice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I yeah. would love it. I mean, I would never actually enact that. It's it's incredibly wasteful. But I mean, maybe no, you can it's hand not the socks necessarily. Down. I was gonna say, like, wash them and donate them. That's yeah. true. That's true. Uh, uh, but that, I mean, God, that's it, what, a charity nice right there. With as being a multi-millionaire and as eccentric as you are, you need a nice little tax break right there. So you're donating <laughs> socks left and right. Yeah. Uh, go to my new uh, my new foundation. Uh, used socks for the U.S. Oh fuck! Uh, why even? Why even donate them? Sell them? Yeah, Matt's used socks. Matt's a, Matt of the genuine Russell Boys fame. <laughs> well, have Bret Hart cut a promo on him. You know these are good socks. They're not as good as the socks I have, but they're still pretty good. The socks that lay under my marital bed. I roll um, them up I and just, kick them under there. I recently decided what I would do if I became a billionaire. Yeah. Um. Or millionaire, whatever. I would have a room in my house that is a garage. So I'd have a garage for my cars and then a separate garage that is a theater room. Oh, yeah. And in theater. that theater room. <laughs> a theater. In that theater room, there is just a, a one car. Maybe some seats around it if I want to have some friends over. Um, one car. A, um, it has the, it's like the Paul Walker scene at the end of Fast, the Fast and Furious. No, okay, hold over. up. It is that car. It <laughs> is Vin Diesel's car from the film. Okay. Um, do I know what car that is? No, because I know shit about cars. I only care about family. 
Um, <laughs> and in it, in the car, all the movies are collected in the car. And it's like all digital. And you just choose which one you want to watch. And it projects from the headlights. Oh, oh, that's a really fun idea. I love that. Drive-in theater projected from the headlights. Yeah, but that's those are the only movies on it. And I then to figure out another way to watch other movies. Like very lightly the in the background, movies. it's just like... Only in the seventh one. <laughs> no, just very lightly that's, in the background. That's what like, happens when you... That's like what grocery happens when you store style. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens when you walk <laughs> into the room until the movie starts. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah. Sh- all I gotta say. To, all I gotta say to that is shotgun. <laughs> oh. All right. That was. Let's talk about wrestling. Um, yeah, dude. Tell me what happened on SmackDown. Uh so we're gonna start with last Wednesday first because last week we were going chronologically. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's start with with. with the- oh yeah, duh, duh. I put this in the wrong order on my thing. On I'm my space. Dummy. It'll happen. Yeah, that'll happen. All right. NXT, we had Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher versus Imperium opening up the show. That's fucking Timmy awesome, Thatch. first off. Tim- Timmy Thatch, too much of a hothead. Yeah. I, I loved it, because like, from the beginning, he was just like pissed off with them. He's like, dude, yeah. can you fucking stop? Yeah, he just, just dude, he, he did kind of have the he has the whole thing of like, this is fucking obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, it was like Pete Dunne was always just like, Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Literally shrug it off. Thatcher was just like, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, and they lost the titles to Imperium. Yeah. Matt Riddle um, lost the titles. Yeah, so it was actually I loved it because like when he kicked the fucking um flip flop off, you're like, Oh, something's happening. And then like he wasn't there when Thatcher was trying to make a tag, and then like he monkey flipped Marcel Bartel into it. And it's like, oh, like, oh, fuck. And so then when he left, and he's just like, fuck this, this is dumb. It was great. Um, yeah. I like that they still gave Matt Riddle, like, he's still got a comeback, and you're like, oh, is he going to do it by himself? But then it's like, these two are really good wrestlers, so they shut it down, because that's what should happen. It's two yeah, against right. one. And even though Matt Riddle's really fucking good, you shouldn't do that to a tag team. No. Yeah. No, no, no. And so, um, new tag champs. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, um, we had uh, Tegan Knox versus Indy Hartwell. Um, it was fine. Yeah, it seemed like just a thing. Yeah. Uh, Jake Atlas versus Tony Nese. Oh, uh, this was cool. Um, they're calling his DDT now the Rainbow DDT. Oh, that's fun. Oh, sick, dope. And so I, I, love I think that's that cool. Move. I was a little bit nervous at first that. Uh, you know, because Tony Nice is running this storyline throughout the competition that, like, you know, he's like the he's the rightful champion. He had it before. He he deserves to be champ again. And I was a little bit worried that they were going to push him further into it. I know it's round robin, but I'm glad that Jake Atlas is doing so well. He seems really yeah. cool, and he, you know, he's a young guy. He was really good, really good. Um, also, the, there's the backstage interview with Thatcher, and he was like, "No, I he's." Like, I want to be tag champs, but not with him. Um, he's like, he was supposed to knock him out. I was supposed to tap him out. But he's doing this shit with the newly bros and like kicking off his shoes. He's like, this is dumb. This guy sucks. And so I, <laughs> yeah. I like I like that it's like kind of like it's fairly realistic because I feel like somebody like Thatcher would be like annoyed with Matt Riddle. Right. 
Well, and by all accounts, it kind of does seem like Matt Riddle is a slightly on the obnoxious side. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, get away with it in my book, but still. No, uh, yeah, I love him, but it's like one of those things where it's like you can see the point of view. And so yeah. then they, they have like a pull apart, um, which is cool. <laughs> Matt Riddle, bro! <laughs> <laughs> um. So what's the... Okay, so... And then... So I actually didn't finish... NXT. I'm assuming that that's the main event is the Riddle and Thatcher, but also they announced Takeover in Your House. Yes. Yeah. And okay, this was the weird thing is they kept mentioning it as the last Takeover. No. Or was I just not paying enough attention? You weren't paying enough attention. Like Triple H just said one last time, one more time. For in your the last house. in your house. Oh, oh, is it the last in your house? That's like, okay. It's like an anniversary. Okay. It's like a twenty-five year anniversary of in your house, and so for one last time, they're gonna do in your house. I hope it's okay. a fucking. I hope it's a wild fucking shit show. We could. Oh, I. I. I haven't obviously seen all of the in your house pay per views, but I have such like I don't know. I feel like I have distinct memories of. You those. have some <laughs> rose colored glasses, maybe of them. Well, but also I kind of like at quote unquote bad wrestling, according to some people. So you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, like, is, they, is, I love that they talked about the hog pen match though, where Triple H literally got like body slammed and fucking pig shit, and he had cuts oh, on his back. It's a beautiful thing. Professional wrestling yeah. is a beautiful thing. <laughs> um, who was Betty White Rose on uh, Golden Girls? Yes, who was Rose? That was Betty White. Is that where that phrase comes from? Like Rose you're colored- stupid. No, rose tinted glasses. It just yeah, means I know like, what those are. Oh, you just see it a little differently. It's I just, thought it was. You see I was, it in a prettier I it was color. A Golden Girls reference. No, you just see it in a prettier okay. color. Yeah, that makes sense. But have you guys ever walked around with sunglasses on that aren't like traditional sun- sunglass color? Of yeah, I have. That seems uh, painful. I don't to care. The eyes. I honestly don't care for it. I don't care for it. And I you th- look like a dweeb, dude. Yeah, I got this like. I got this free pair of like sunglasses actually clip on and fit my glasses, but they're yellow. And I think they're for looking at like screens all day, but I don't do that at work. Yeah. So I have these ones that aren't traditional because the words block it. (laughs) Can you not see, or is it just in silver? No, you see the fucking words. (laughs) Yeah. I bet. I can only imagine getting, dude, getting, yeah, getting pulled, getting pulled over wearing those while driving. That'd be beautiful. I, I wore them once while driving. Yeah, it seems like it would make driving more uh, uh, it was interesting. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I was. It was either that or be blinded by the sun, blinded <laughs> by the light, if you will. Blinded by the light, revved <laughs> up like a douche. <laughs> um, um, Carrie on Cross and Scarlet gave a warning. That, their fucking promos <laughs> and everything are the best. Like they yeah. feel like such stars. His, his first fight is going to be with Champa, right? Uh, no, because since he already killed Champa, I feel like Champa's like out for a while and probably just wants oh, to, he probably just wants to like you know be with his hang family. out with his little hang out with his little baby and his wife. Yeah, his baby which Goldie. is definitely fine. And like also like this kind of adds some longevity to Champa's career. I mean, he's on borrowed time, um, yeah. as well as it kind of refreshes things for him. Yeah, it yeah. really does. Because then when he comes back, there can be some new people there for him. It's not just going to be going back to the Johnny Gargano thing. So mm. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, it's like sometimes, even though I love them, need to go away. 
Yeah. Just helps them out. Feuds are better when they're spaced apart. Like Kevin and Sammy, like they can go to that well 300 million times and they space it out so much that each time it's going to be exciting again because there's so much history. Well, and yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, well, and every time that they, they, anyone takes a break and then comes back, it it does, it kind of clears the scoreboard a little to add more, you get more character and you get a bit Mm -hmm. more, uh, like you get you you fill in the full story more if when they go back if they ever go back to to Gargano and and Champa say you know like whatever the two of them do for an entire year apart is only gonna bring more to it when they come back together for a feud or anything like that and then yeah. just character wise too like you can kind of come back as something different you can exactly add layer. exactly yeah. and imagine in like five years if Kenny fought Okada again like yeah. I don't know because be- just the hard style that that Kenny works and in five years he'll be in his forties. Well, yeah, the one thing, but he's not working at all in AEW. So, Yeesh. uh, you know, him and him and Matt, him and broken Matt Hardy are having a good time. Uh, yeah, they're having fun. He's still, he's, I, no, I know, him, I know, I know what you mean. Like, uh, but unfortunately, even if they, if Okada and Kenny do ever come back around, it's not going to be the greatest wrestling match ever because that is reserved for edge and Randy Orton at uh backlash. No, it wasn't. Uh, it's going to be the best wrestling match ever, according uh, to commentary, according to Michael Cole. They're saying oh, wrestling well. so much. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be the best wrestling match ever. Well, it's probably not true. It's not true, but if Randy cares, and I think he does because it's one of his like true life actual friends. It's going to be good. I, th- I think it's going to be really good and Edge, like... In his time off and just like hearing him talk about wrestling, like they understand it like on such a fucking different level. They really we'll do. Get, yeah. We'll get to we'll get to promo. It. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, um uh, De- uh, Finn Balor's attacker was revealed, ooh, and it first was Damian Priest. I, oh, sorry. I love the match with Cameron Grimes and Finn Balor. Uh, I love Cameron Grimes and him. Like getting the win was huge because yeah, like, it really was. At the end of the day, he beats Finn Balor. Uh, punishment, Damian Priest, Archer of Infinity Martinez um, <laughs> is the one that attacked him. Yeah. And he comes out with his fucking nightstick and whacks his leg and then chokes him with a chair. It's like, That's it's fun. It's kind of a bummer. I'm, like I'm cool with it. It seems like, I guess it's a good way to build Priest, but. That, that's a good thing to have Finn there for. Is you, yeah, you got to build other people up. And so in this alone, you help build up Cameron Grimes, who can now say, I paid the former Universal Champion, Finn Balor. That's, yeah. that's what he would say? Yeah. That's how Damien Priest would say it? No, no uh, Cameron, Cameron Grimes. Grimes. Oh, yeah. Now, now who, you, wants you, a you, cup of this, who wants a cup of this swamp possum soup? Yeah. <laughs> I got a hat. Wait, is he one of? Does he work at the fucking possum place in a goofy movie? In a goofy movie, yes. yes he, that, he recently got fired. He was the maintenance man, actually. Yeah, and that's why he started wrestling because he needed to make ends meet. Well, and those, he, and was those, all, he was already those, wrestling on the side, and those possums were already just kept breaking. TNA superstar Trevor Lee, just him and Lester tag team. <laughs> yeah. Um, we got Swerve Scott versus Jack Gallagher. Um. Scott's out of the, or are they both out now? Because yes. they're tied, so none of them can win. No. Um. Then we had Caden Carter versus Aaliyah. Um. Uh, oh, sorry. 
I swell <coughs> wrong. Uh, he's gonna puke. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. So the funny thing about the swerve thing. So he does that promo before it, and he's like, "Hey, if I didn't have any wins, I'd quit wrestling." And so then Tony Nese attacks him. That's such like a heel fucking like promo. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the good guy. He's like, if I didn't have any wins, I'd fucking quit because I'd be a baby. <laughs> Damn, Swerve. It's like, wow, <laughs> Swerve. He's like, I gotta go protect my house. Swerve's house. <laughs> Honestly, his character is super fit to be a heel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll take so, it. So yeah, Jack Gallagher eliminated Swerve by beating him. So mm-hmm. that leaves Akira Tozawa to go against El Fantas- uh, El Hill Del Fantasma in the um, B block. Whoever wins moves on to the finals, which I'm guessing it's going to be Fantasma. Oh, yeah. And then the A block finals are this week, and that is uh, Kushida versus Drake Maverick. If Kushida wins, he goes forward. If Drake Maverick wins, there's a three-way tie for first. Oh. With Jake Atlas, Kushida, and Drake Maverick. So, I have three different scenarios for this. I text them to Nello the other day when I was having some fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where the hell is Nello? I was just talking to him. I'm trying to find my thread. Okay, blah, blah, blue, blue, blue. Okay... Okay, so there's three different ideas for this, okay? These are my three ideas for Drake Maverick. Yeah. Throw him down the pipe. Okay, yeah. n- number one's the easiest one. He wins, mm-hmm. the, he wins the tournament, gets, your, gets his job back and in your house. Triple H gives him the belt, then pulls out a contract, and he's like, you know what? You're, you're going to be an NXT superstar. And like, he signs it. Everybody's happy. His wife's there. <laughs> Big they get to take the picture where Triple H is giving him the pointing finger. Yeah, big celebration. Mm-hmm. It's like in the in like the caption from Triple H, it's like in the darkest times, you still push forward and you're rewarded. Drake Maverick is not only the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, he's officially now a full time NXT superstar, and he's my new son. <laughs> I kissed him on the mouth like I was Tom Brady. <laughs> okay, number two, who he loses to Kushida. Who, in all actuality, really needs to win this tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then after the match, he gets his job back because he fought with so much heart. And so it was like kind of like when Cedric lost at the Cruiserweight Classic or Mia lost at the Mae Young um, tournament. Like he comes out and then he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to, he's got a job. You know, gives him one of those. Yeah. So that's the second one. The third one is, is storyline wise, the best one. Like, just from a pure story, not for the actual person of Rockstar Spud, Drake Maverick. So if they aren't going to give him his job back, like, if he's actually done, he needs to beat Kushida, lose to Elie Hildel Fantasma, and then afterwards he gets abducted by, like, the guys who've been kidnapping people, and then he's just gone. never shows up. Just (laughs) gone. (laughs) That would be, if you're going to ride him up, do it like that. At least that's, like, fucking, like, cool. Yeah, right? (laughs) It's like you haven't seen the last of Drake Maverick, and then all of a sudden they come and yeah. kidnap him, and then we they do. Can- <laughs> he's like, "No, I never even got a chance to make love to my wife." <laughs> my wife. <laughs> um, we had dinner with the Garganos again. I, I missed like, this one. I love it. 
Johnny was like watching the show on the iPad, and he's like, "Oh, look at that stud there! He's such a stud." Oh, not that goof. Dijagoofovic is what they should call him. <laughs> and like, he's pointing to it. He's like, oh, look at that stud. Oh. And then he's like, oh, look at that goof over there. He's just, he's an idiot. Oh, like, no, not that guy. Because then like, I switched to him. That guy just stud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was honestly that's, really fun. Um, and then the show ended with uh, Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher. Tapped him the fuck out. No, he didn't. He pinned him. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I did. Fucking great. It was yeah. like, at first it was like a fucking like shoot style, like pancreas. Who like, won? I'm assuming Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle rolled him up. So, okay. Beginning of the match was like a shoot style, like UWF, UWFI, like Japan won. Um, yeah, they were just wrestling. Like just wrestling, hitting each other. It was like catch wrestling. It was sick. And you honestly forget that Matt Riddle was such an accomplished like uh, mixed martial artist. Like his like his jujitsu is so good. And like you could like they were like rolling. Oh, essentially yeah. what they were. And like Tim Thatcher's nowhere near the level. And you could tell Matt Riddle was carrying it, but it was just awesome. Um, they just went through the whole match. It was like counter, counter. I don't think they hit the ropes once. Wow. Um, one of the best parts is like they rolled through and um, Riddle hit a power bomb and like rolled him to do the like he does the power bomb to the knee. Yeah. Well, he did that. Pointed at him. Is like you're not my bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you broke my freaking heart, bro. And so when he does that though, then like Thatcher grabs his fucking finger, puts him in a knee bar. Looks fucking awesome. Like, he's sinking that shit in. Um, but Riddle, because he's so fucking good at mixed martial arts and jujitsu, like, finally kind of gets out of it and ends up rolling him up for the quick pin. Thatcher then beats the shit out of him again, puts on the Fujiwara arm bar, and Riddle's tapping out. That's how the show goes off the air. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, is Thatcher not good? Is that what you were saying? No, Thatcher is nowhere near the mixed martial artist that... Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, they're doing the, just like the rolling stuff, like the technique yeah. that Riddle has is unfucking believable Yeah. Um. All right, let's get into AEW Dynamite. So there's Okay, a- first off... Yeah, yeah. Who the fuck is Pineapple Pete? Uh, Sugar Dunkerton, dude. Sugar D, baby. That? He's an independent wrestler. He's been wrestling for years. Uh, okay. I started... Following him, um, it was, I think it was the mania that they were in Florida because it was from a Colt Cabana um, $5 Wrestling Live. uh, $5 Wrestling Live in Florida. That's when they had freight train and shit. And he did guest commentary, and I just thought he was really funny. So I'm like, who's Sugar Dunkerton? And then I realized, oh, he's like in Chikara and does shit like that and does his indies. So I've just been like... Following him for a long time, though, he's been really good. He was doing a lot of shit this last year in the UK. I've never okay. never just really gotten like a good shot, though. And so this was his big moment. Yeah. He looked, I mean, he he looked, it was fun. He had a good, I mean, it looked like he was having a good time. Got knocked out real fucking quick. Okay, well, that's... Okay. I was, so I was, we'll just kind of, I guess, skip to that match. Um, okay, yeah. So, yeah, Chris Jericho versus Pineapple Pete. They've been doing this whole little angle for a while. Um, 
Chris Jericho, by the way, had the best Pineapple Pete t-shirt out there. I mean, like, yeah, he's been goofing on him so long, but this is probably a fucking real career. I mean, Sugar Shug D even said so. He's like, uh, he's like, my name is on everyone's lips now, and uh, I'm going to show you all that I can fucking go. Yeah, that's, no, that's all I heard about from the show. It's so yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, I it's really, really wish rad. it would have been one, two, three, kid, Razor Ramon moment. I kind of, I was really hoping so too. That it would be like Chris Jericho gave him no credit, and so he just like snuck one in on him. You know, I it was would have really been really cool. Like, they should have done, like, have like one of Proud and Powerful in a match with him, and he does that. Yeah, so somebody that doesn't necessarily need the uh, the win or the totally. Or, and so it would have just been really cool um, to have that. Even and then yeah, like, the even next Sammy, one, yeah, Sammy. I don't like, think that would do anything. <laughs> He oh, broke yeah, his yeah. <laughs> got hit by a golf cart <laughs> in the yeah, forehead. Right. His, head, his his head's broken. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought I, I think that would have been cool. But I mean, either way, Jericho sold all those punches and shit for him. Then he just gets caught with the Judas effects, and nobody nobody fucking comes out of that. So yeah, no, totally. It, it was cool. It was cool to see him get that moment. I, I the first time I'd ever heard heard of Sugar Dunkerton. Was because it was the first time I was perusing pro wrestling tees, and I was just looking at different indie wrestlers because that's when we were sort of getting. I was getting into this whole stuff, and I was like, "That's a fucking great wrestler name." And so I just went on YouTube and watched a few things I could from him, and I was like, "This guy's fun." Yeah, and definitely. there, lo, lo and behold, there he is, Pineapple Pete. Was he was he doing like the stuff that you watched? Was he doing shit with like Dasher Hatfield and Mister Touchdown and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was stuff like that that was on YouTube. <laughs> Hell yeah. Chikara, yeah. Chikara, and shit like that's wild. I saw a YouTube. Uh, this is a little on the side, but that's fine because Derek went to go take a poop. It looks like um, <clears throat> he's shitting so loud, like he muted, <laughs> he, he muted <laughs> it on one thing, but like I can still hear it. Like, that's how it's coming loud it through is. on. It's coming through on my microphone, and yeah. he's in Cuna. Um, Shikara's working on a, a, a video game. They've been working on a video game for like ten years. <laughs> okay, that's kind of what I what it, it seemed like. It's like. The long, long, long time wait for this Shakara game might be uh, coming to a close. I was like, I didn't know that was in the works, but that looks really fun. <laughs> and I'm just over here thinking, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there was another one that looked really cool. That was like you basically it was like a death match game. Like oh. you basically de- you design these crazy fucking death matches. Uh, you 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 can like build the whole fucking thing and then like execute them and throw people through like hundreds of tables stacks like you can just go fucking hog wild on it, it looks really fun hell yeah hog but, uh, wild yeah, dude, hog yeah. Wild. My, my favorite WCW pay per view yeah dude the only WCW <laughs> pay per view no I love I love Sturgis, World War Three because like the three rings and like the three rings is the best you can't bring it back they can't do it again even though I wish they fucking could I the love it no now. it's just it's because like they were just like. They needed sixty wrestlers, so they like picked anybody. I love it. I it's love like, have it. you ever wrestled? No. Fuck it, you're in. That's fine. Uh, the, <laughs> it's fine. The, it's fine. The three the three rings made famous uh, by anyone who has seen the the movie uh, uh, Ready to Rumble. Oh, that's where the that's where the law Gordy the Law makes his debut. Al Bandini want to wrestle. <laughs> Um, so a couple of other things, I, I just have a few, like dynamite was fun and we should talk about a few things that are going to happen for the, the, the pay-per-view, but we probably don't yeah, need to yeah. go through the whole thing that there's a couple of things that I want to say that I, I'm really interested in and I hope they're going somewhere with it is one. I really hope there's some sort of budding, uh, camaraderie team sort of thing with Taz and Darby Allen. I think that's what they're working towards too. 
it's such a cool idea because you have Taz there being like, hey, kid, like you got a lot going on for you, but you could really use somebody who's got the knowledge. And Darby's like, I won third in state in Idaho in wrestling. He said that. And I was really confused. What are you going to do, though? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because he was like, you got caught. And he's like, I know what I got caught with. I was. He's like, I know what a tilt is. I got third in 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 wrestling in the state of Idaho. I was like, wow. But uh, yeah, so that's two weeks in a row. And it's like, man, that's a really, really cool thing for Darby to kind of have this like entering into this like begrudging like mentorship with Taz. I, I, like, I love it so too sick. because it can be like a kind of a different dynamic. And I think with people like Darby who's aging around like our ages, it's like we have this kind of mentality. It's like the older generation doesn't understand and like just kind of thinks a little bit low of us. And like kind of Taz was proving that. And yeah. so if like, if it can go like kind of almost like the opposite way or like they're all equal, it's like, Hey Darby, help me understand this stuff. And I got this other wealth of knowledge over here. Like it could be instead of like, oh, I'm going to listen to everything because he knows everything. It's like, no, he's going to help me sharpen my tools. I'm going to help sharpen his tools. Yeah, really cool. Mm -hmm. Really cool. I hope they're going there with that. Yeah. Um, And the other thing, too, is I I feel like uh, Hakira Shida is is distancing herself from the pack as far as being a really, really cool contribution to, to Dynamite. Where it doesn't, it doesn't feel like they have a really fleshed out idea of what they're doing with the women's division at all. But it's nice to see, in my opinion, uh, Sheeta really kind of standing out in a cool way. Britt Baker as well. What what um, sucks though is like they kind of had that naturally with Riho, and then like it, they really did. And they then really like, did. And then they even like when she, even like before everything happened, like it, it just kind of like like cooled that off, like for no reason. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she defeated Nyla Rose in this awesome upset, and it was just like, oh, we're off to the fucking races, and then it kind of just went nowhere. And I don't know, I don't know who that's on, but that was a, that was a bummer. Yeah, but no, I I agree, she's really good. Uh, Penelope definitely needs some work. Yeah, <laughs> her character work and everything. I like how disgusted. Yeah, she's her character works the best. Like Jim Ross is just like, oh, get a room when they're <laughs> when her and Kip Sabian are making out. Yeah. Yeah, geez, Jim Ross is posting about Sonny's OnlyFans. I watch it; it's great. <laughs> um, should we get into Double or Nothing then? Yeah, uh, uh, let's let's go through the other shows real quick, and then Double or Nothing so, will be the big main ski. Well, and then at, at AEW, that's the other thing. So they're really building up to Lance Archer versus Cody Rhodes. They were building up to oh, this. God, I guess. How can I fucking forget this whole first and then, segment? And you get Jake Old Man Misogyny Roberts, which mm-hmm. I do understand is a gimmick. I, that's and I understand that it's the, he's the heel. All right, I do, I do, I understand. But at the same time, it's just like, oh, the last thing we really need right now is to see someone in their fucking pert near seventy years old talking about how women belong in the kitchen and not in the ring. It's like, it's not, it's not even that it's like disgusting to say because it's like it's wrestling, it's corny, it's whatever. But it's also like, I don't know, it's what, like low it's hanging so fucking, fucking it's fruit. So, it's such low hanging fruit. It's just, it totally is where it's like way to take any dimension you have away from this character with Jake the Snake being just like kind of like why is he here? What's what's his end game? It's just like oh he's just out here spouting regular old old man fucking bullshit. Also, he pretty much insinuated that watching Lance Archer matches gets him hard. Yeah, one like, and not not even kind of. Like he legitimately said something like that's all it does it for me anymore. <laughs> something like damn. Yeah, man, he's fucking he's fucking horny for that for Lance Archer. I mean, Lester Lance Hoy- Archer like Lance didn't start having a good match until fucking <laughs> the one with Will Ospreay. So, man, sometimes sometimes though the stuff that gets you hard 
you didn't choose it. You didn't choose it. Maybe Lance Ar- <laughs> he didn't maybe set out to. Man, I feel to, like there's a background to this. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's not like. Don't look at my history, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's dude, it's not like I'm out here avoiding open pastures with Lance Archer. <laughs> <laughs> with Lance Archer roaming shirtless because that would absolutely devastate my pants. It's those um, weird lower back tattoos on guys that look like they love fucking five-finger death punch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I think the lower back tattoo is, gonna, is about to fucking come in. I, be, I think that ship is coming in uh, oh, yeah. for for the gentleman. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts, I'm not huge on what's going also, on there. Also, Cody, but... like, being in his car and, like, revving Earth's truck, revving it up, and then drove <laughs> and then 10 like feet. 20 to, like, maybe 10 feet to just hit this guardrail and then get that out. That wasn't really blocking anything. Like, he could have just was the... walked through it. Like, bro, you, you just did unnecessary damage to your vehicle for no effect. Yeah. <laughs> the cons are going to have to pay to get that barrier <laughs> replaced now. <laughs> yeah that was hilarious that was uh, so stupid like that, it was so that dumb. whole first fucking like segment really bummed me out uh, but there's a part of me that that i'm just uh, i'm assuming that five ten years down the road it's just gonna it it's gonna fit in perfect continuity that cody just can't have an entrance that's not extra <laughs> like I he know. has to do something that's just unnecessary and stupid every time he makes an appearance okay that's fair um and the other thing, the the only other real thing to to mention, I think, uh, is that well, one MJF came back, fine, mm-hmm. that's fun. Um, but then also, uh, best friends uh, are kind of getting the shove. Yeah, yeah, really. Um, that fucking Liu Kang ass kick that Phoenix did was that was the best. crazy. Yeah. So yeah, they're, that was awesome. They're brawling out like they're brawling. Some shit's happening. Trent's like on the ramp, about to like, fuck it. I don't even know what he was doing. And then Phoenix, like Ray Phoenix, comes from like out of nowhere and does that forward, forward high it was, kick. Fucking... It was Cassidy. Cassidy was on oh, the ramp. Oh, sorry, Cassidy. Something. And then, yeah, he just gets his head fucking kicked clean off. Like, like giant, like front kick, like Luke King style. And just yeah. cheese hit right in the fucking mush. <laughs> like, that was a real kick. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, best friends beat Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. And then Wardlow murdered Marco Stunt. Murdered him. Yeah. Yes. So next week we Mark, get, yeah. um, or this week coming up, we get Marco Stunt versus MJF. And they've worked a lot mm-hmm. together, so it'll be good. Cool. I figure that that will be cool. Um, and then uh, Brody Lee took on Christopher Daniels, and I thought Christopher Daniels was great. I thought it was really fun to watch him in a singles match. Um, I'll say this about Brody Lee. Not doing it for me. Um, I'm excited, though, to see him versus Mox on Saturday. I do think that's going to be a cool match. I, th- I agree with Derek, what you said last time. It should definitely be probably his first match back. Maybe have, like, one heater match in between where he just kills Marco Stunt or something. For, like, a, but, like, two minutes, and then that's it. And that's it, just to be like, oh, this guy's a super badass. Um, so I- I'm really looking forward to Mox versus Brody Lee. Um, but I'm also really hoping this is the, the thing that kind of tilts Brody Lee for me as far as yeah, the character, because yeah. it's just not doing it for me right now. Yeah, the character work is kind of really taking away from like everything else for me with him, and just yeah. the Dark Order in general. Um, yeah, and so it just like it sucks because like he, you know, he he's had some good matches and he is really good, but it's like something's flat, something's just not like firing right now. Yeah, right, and I yeah for sure, and I I think and he I listened to his interview on Jericho as well. And, you know, I think it makes a lot of sense, too, because he is 
coming into it, coming from a world very much where he's been immersed in this thing of like, you're told what to say, everything's micromanaged, and now he has this freedom, and I think he sort of hasn't been able to sort of just dive right in yet, and he's really still kind of like coming into his own as his own. Um, that's what it is. I, I really do. I really. Like I do too. Him. I do too. But you know, you you almost, especially in his high, kind of high profile spot, you only have a kind of a small window to really start clicking on on all cylinders before it gets really stale. Yeah. But we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'm not. I'm. I'm looking forward to it. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. then Jericho broke Vanguard one. The segment was kind of cheesy, but <laughs> yeah. What I can't remember what he named his bat. It was something dumb. Lloyd, like Lawrence. Lloyd. Yes. Lloyd. Floyd, yes, Floyd, Floyd uh, the Bat, and he beat the shit out of Vanguard One. Um, but I, I didn't. I did think it was funny when he was like, "I have warrants for your arrest out in seven states. You have a lot of balls showing up here." <laughs> Jericho is almost very the funny. whole show kind of seemed like it was a little goofy. Yeah, as far as for like a go home show, it's just like all right, but it sounds about AEW. <laughs> yeah, I think also it just looks goofy in comparison because we got like the fucking like wrestling clinics of like matt riddle and tim thatcher yeah it really really is two very different pro sets of programming but they both have their own charm to them um but yeah we can hop over to smackdown before we get into uh the double or nothing this weekend yeah what's the uh what's the highlights from that show uh intercontinental so- title tournament yeah um we got we got Isai's most anticipated match of the, the year, Elias versus Baron Corbin. Ooh, Elias won. It's going to be so... Oh, hell yeah. But guess how? Rolled him up. Oh. Baron Corbin is a sucker King for the, the roll-ups. roll-ups. He's King a fucking roll-ups. fruit roll-up. He's a fucking... Uh, oh. I'm, I thought I had something there. Yes, he is a fruit roll-up. I was hoping there was something else there, too, but no. Um, a cheesy roll-up from Taco Bell? Yes. I was like, what? There's, another, there's other roll-ups out there, too. Yeah, yeah. Cheese, a taco. He's a Taco Bell cheese roll up. Anyway, uh, yeah, that was that was whatever. The better of the two by far was a great match between Brian and Gulak. That was Gulak's last match in WWE. His, so, his contract ran out. So apparently, his contract ran out. And they were just like off on money. Like he wanted more money, and they were like, no. And so he's like, all right, deuces. But I think they're like word on the street is they're still trying to work out a deal. Um, like he's not completely gone. They're just like they haven't like really come together yet on money but apparently it's not yeah. not a dead issue um he's not gone yet so or 100 percent okay. gone yet but which is really wild is the fact that like if let's say that was his last match they let him go out like in a good way usually they kind of bury on the way out but i think mm-hmm, like right. with them trying to work a deal still and i think he has some favor with people um so hopefully they and can make it with- happen I hope so too. I could see it as like he's kind of in a tough spot because there's nothing about Drew Gulak, even though he's done nothing but like kind of he's succeeded in everything that they've asked him to do. Mm-hmm. But he still hasn't really, at least to me, I don't think he hasn't shown that thing that's like the the it factor, if you will, the quote unquote it factor. But that I still think it's like it, it would be such a a loss for for them to not have him around because he is so one technically sound character mm-hmm. work is fucking great baby he, face he, or heel he does everything they ask him he does like a hundred percent too yeah. yeah and he gets it over like the no fly zone stuff people were fucking into it yeah and like doing like the whole like he when he was like enzo's lackey that was really fun yeah he's really good yeah, um, yeah he was and so i think i think they'll end up like 
coming together again. Like, I, I don't think. I hope so. I don't think it's a dead issue. So, but I thought, man, I, I did. I thought it was kind of a really, really sweet moment between the two of them, especially if it, if, if Brian and, and Gulag knew that maybe they would be separated in that. Like after Brian won the match, he was, uh, you know, he put his arm around him and he pointed at him, and like you could clearly see, he's like, "I am better because of you," and like just looking right at him, you could tell he was being sincere too. I think, like, yeah, and like, I think he really loves picking the brain of people who think like him in in a wrestling ring. Who just love yeah. wrestling, not even necessarily think like him, just love wrestling. Yeah, I and, guess, yeah. And they were still working the angle on Twitter this weekend, yeah. so. so that's why I don't think yeah. it's completely dead. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, the other, the big thing was that Otis, uh, he the, he got fucking run down by the Miz and Morrison. They were being mean to him. They were making fun of him for having brats in his suit ca- in his briefcase that he did admit to having in there. <laughs> also, some Zantac. Um, but uh, so they were like, "All right, well, m- me and my fucking boy John Morrison, fucking what drip drip Morrison or whatever the fuck he's called being called, uh, that you know we're taking you on." And but he's like, "A ducky can't be here." And so he's like, well, you gotta find a you gotta find a partner. And so he ends up finding Mandy's like, did you ask Braun? And he's like, that's beautiful, that's a great idea. <laughs> and then he went and he asked Braun, and Braun was working out, and he's like, All right, I guess I might do it. He's like, I don't know. Are you sure you're not just trying to cash in on me? Yeah, right. I mean that in the end. I like that it makes him not look stupid. Like he didn't say, All right, I'll do it, buddy. Like he was like, dude, yeah, you're trying to fucking cash in on me. Yeah, and it was teased at the end that Otis was thinking about it, that him and Mandy might be doing some uh, teaming and scheming. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, it could be, hey, if anything, it's fun. Uh, if we're going to get a, a program with Otis and Braun Strowman that I know in a, not in 100 years would have thought I would have been this excited for, <laughs> i say let's just fucking roll the dice and see what happens because I'm in. Okay, and then just a quick to go past everything else. Dana Brooke beat Naomi, and they're doing kind of like a losing streak thing with Naomi. Yeah. Okay. I'm worried she's getting lost in the shuffle a little bit. I feel but... this is going to be a heel turn, to be honest. So, Ooh. But that'd be cool. Um, and uh, then Dana and Brooke is like, they're really trying mean to put raver. over that she's like, <laughs> oh, she's getting better. She's working so hard. I, and, and honestly, like we've said, I mean, D- Dana Brooke is also somebody who has really worked her ass off by all accounts. And like, I, I love seeing good things come her way. Um, the other thing too is uh, Charlotte's really playing the role of driving a wedge between uh, Sasha and Bailey, uh, and I think that's pretty pretty good too. Yep, and then we yeah. have champion versus champion next week. Yes, nice. Charlotte versus Bailey. That should be a really fun match. Yeah, um, and, and I, I hope it plants. I hope it furthers the the seeds of uh, of Sasha turning on her. If not, maybe next week. That could be pretty fun. But yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um, before I forget, I saw a thing where someone tweeted at the Undertaker uh, being upset about his Blue Lives Matter shirt, and he responded saying that WWE has always been apolitical. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't you, that doesn't fucking work like that. They, that doesn't work like that. They you can't just. Don- be- <laughs> they donate exorbitant amounts of money to Trump. Like. They're yeah, not apolitical. I mean, as a business decision, you're not going to be like, you're not going to see like WWE says vote for Trump. That's a business decision, but yeah. they know. Everyone knows. And also, it doesn't matter. I if I can't go if I go into work and I'm wearing a Blue Lives Matter t-shirt and someone's like, "Hey, I wish you weren't wearing that." I can't be like, "Dude, my job." They don't fucking they're not all about it. Whatever. They don't fucking care. They don't talk. It's like, "Yeah, but you're wearing the shirt. Get it out of here." But no, I will say, apolitical. man, I I do like 
I do like that last ride docu series. It's really good. I think it's. I think it's. I, really, might, I think it's really good. I might watch it just to see how much of a ripoff of the Last Dance it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good call because I have not seen the Last Dance. It's not going to be nowhere near as good, but it's just really good. I like it. It is yeah. really fun. It, it's a really interesting look too at 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 Mark Calloway. Yeah. Um, I finished the Last Dance uh, last night, and um, what'd you think? Oh. It's incredible. Jordan, yeah. I mean, it's Jordan. He's a fucking icon. I, I, he's a I fucking watch asshole, it. but he's an icon. Yeah, man. Fucking asshole. But, you know, gam- you know, addiction, gambling addiction. They get into that a little bit. It's um, more, it, they, yeah. they keep it pretty positive, and it's mainly cool, about, man. the only negative stuff is about him being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love the fact of it, because it was filmed in 98, right? So... They have so much fucking footage. From that's what I'm. That's what I'm fascinated about. Beginning from the year he started. Yeah, I'm, like, that's what I'm really curious about. It's like there was a documentarian on Jordan at all times. That's but sick. there. So what? But what I noticed is there was a guy who was talking who was Phil Jackson's documentarian. Oh yeah. And so I'm I'm guessing that's where they got all the footage from. Mm-hmm. And the Phil Jackson documentary, that's what I'm hyped on. <laughs> Philly Jacks. I don't I know mean, who that is. He's, he coached the Bulls during the Bulls, and then he coached the Lakers during the Lakers. Uh, I love oh, wow. <laughs> he's incredible. He's fucking hot for an old-ass man. Yeah, I love when you see a good, hot old guy. Yeah. I mean, it gives you hope, you know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I love the show so much that I went on Depop and bought a vintage uh, Bulls track jacket. Oh, yeah. Bulls. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Track jackets are in. I, I like still vintage, think we make If you like vintage stuff, check out 3P Vintage. Yeah, shout out Ben. Shout out Ben. Um, we, need, we need fucking full-on uh, Chicago Bulls velour track, shoot, track suits. I'm into it. Hell yeah. I want to look like a fucking yeah. couch. I want that. <laughs> I want to be I want to be a human couch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the highlights of Raw real quick. Um, Edge, Edge and Randy. Oh, great fucking promo by Edge. They are so honestly, they are so good. It's it's a perfect it's the perfect like built in story. I love it because Edge just comes back and already has this thing of like when he was like, yeah, you, you might be better a better in ring technician, but you don't know what it's like to go to sleep every night when you're nine years old, dreaming of what it might be like to to be there or, or to save all your money for a whole month just to go to the show that's coming through your town. Like you don't know what it's like to want it that bad. And that's why I'm better than you. And it's just like, that's a really like, you can't, they both have such sound arguments that it is going to be a really good match. And no matter what. Also like they don't go by the scripts, like the scripting, they get out, yeah. got to be out there and be their characters like that. They think they are, which is huge. Also, they're very talented at it. And so, yeah, it's like I've never of, seen that. I've never seen that Viking show, but I'm like, man, Edge, you got some, you got some fucking chops right there. It's like that. It's just like a very like funny look into like WWE because when you let guys go out there, be themselves to find their own characters, they can go out there, they can be that character. Adam Copeland yeah. can go out there and be Edge, and you're like, that's fucking Edge. Yeah, and and then they sometimes have, if you go ahead. But then you have people who have to go out there and cut really weird scripted promos with verbiage that people don't use, and you just don't believe it. And so, yeah, maybe one yeah, way like, works a little bit better than the other to get somebody over. Sometimes, yeah. but then there's AEW, and you have Brody Lee. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, but for real, because that is kind of 
you can tell if someone's out there and they're just shooting from the hip. You mm-hmm. know, you can tell when it's a miss and you don't really like, have anyone to blame but yourself. Like, same with Moxley. I love Moxley, but sometimes he should stick to a tiny bit of a script. My, just my, a tiny bit. Oh, I will say my, yes, I agree with you. My favorite thing about Moxley, though, is because he just fucking, his, because of his character, he just will fucking, you, you can tell he just fucking bull rushes into a statement without understanding how it's going to finish. And so sometimes you, you're watching him in real time, finish, like, figure out how to stop talking. And yeah. I do think that is very very entertaining but then you have stuff that's supposed to come across as off shoot from the hip yeah like the Liv morgan thing and i'm really uh i'm really torn on that because it's like it didn't make a lot of sense because she can't she had her thing being like my my mother was a single i can't i, I cannot remember actually word for word i'm not going to try to paraphrase her insult what she did because it was good but it was like it didn't necessarily feel authentic even though the whole thing about it was this is my authentic reason why I'm I'm showing up to really fucking. It didn't feel like she here. was actually like saying these things. It felt like she was reciting them. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, and I don't know. And maybe that is her story. But even if it is her story, being told how to tell your story comes across as inauthentic. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. Um, one thing that was really fucking sweet though on Raw was the return of Kevin Owens and the Kevin Owens. Hell show. yeah, my baby. Daddy Kevin's back, and he fucking has a friend, and his friend's name is Pissed Off Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz so much more personality and charisma in one night than he has in like seven years. Oh my! I was I was feeding off of it. I was I was living in in Apollo Cruz's excitement. He's like, I'm fucking here now. Like I like it feels like a light switch came on. Which no, I, earlier I, earlier it seemed like it fucking did. No, I was like, yeah, I feel like it just fucking flipped on for him. And even earlier in that ma- in the in the episode, I was kind of bummed because I was like, man, this stuff with MVP and Lashley is so awesome. But I really almost wish it was MVP hyping up Apollo like this. But then later, it's like, oh, Apollo doesn't fucking need that. He got it on his own. MVP's he was all right on his own. Fucking ringing it the last few weeks. I, MVP is doing some of my favorite fucking like TV character work of anyone in wrestling right now. He's so like chill about being like lashley you know what you got to do i'm not i'm not i'm not gonna hold your fucking hand you know like but all you know these what you clowns do. and he like like our truth wife lana <laughs> and then lana goes and proves that she's a fucking clown right after that by just screaming and throwing stuff around in the back it's room. really good um a fucking apollo cruz comes out to beat up uh andrade during the kevin owens show and they yeah. keep pushing the um fucking narrative of infighting within Zelina Vega and her associates as they always call them. Yeah, Austin Theory's getting a little picked on. Yes. And so But it also is funny because Austin Theory is, I mean, for many reasons, uh the odd man out in that group. And it was really funny during that segment when Zelina was talking to Kevin who was standing outside the ring and she's like, why aren't you in the ring with us? You don't have enough respect for us to, to share the ring. You got to step on the apron or whatever. Uh, and then he's like, he says something like I'm, I'm giving you the ring, but also whatever. But she was like, you don't. And she was telling, she's like, you don't know what it's like to be us. You don't know what it's like to be from the streets. And it's just like everyone there. Plus Austin theory. And it's like, I doubt Austin theory. Austin theory doesn't look like someone who knows what it's like to be from the streets either. He also does not but, know uh, what it's like. <laughs> yeah. I live on, I live on a street. Yeah, but, uh, I've walked down it before. <laughs> yeah, it's a cul- it's more of a cul-de-sac, but uh, you have to have a code to get in. But like, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. 
I mean, there's like fucking predators out there, raccoons. Yeah. Um, Get my garbage. But, uh, take, <laughs> yeah. Take, take all my, my old chicken that I threw out. <laughs> yeah. My half eaten, my half eaten, my half eaten rotisserie chicken. Fuck, that's me. I get one of those. I'll eat part of it, and the rest is it's just gonna get thrown away. It's too much bone and too much cartilage and whatnot in there. Yeah, I mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. I've been. I tell you guys, I'm back on chicken. I've had chicken a few times now. Mm. I, I, times, I already dude. told you when you said that you've uh, kind of gone back to me. It's like you just need to go all out. Like, <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe we'll see. Uh, right now, I'm no, happy no, with no. Where it's I meant at, like but... the first time you should have just like most Beto's carne asada fries. Like you're gonna <laughs> shock the system. I, what the yeah, fuck dude. is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I should have, but I did. Nah, you, you, you made the better choice. Yeah. Well, I love having diarrhea, though, so I did mess up. Wait, man. Whatever gets you going. Uh, what else happened on Raw? Uh, axe throwing shit with the Tree Prophets and the Viking experience. Who cares? Yeah. It, it is it is so unnecessary, but I but if you're filling up a three hour program, I mean, I was I was chuckling up at it a little bit, and I think the, um, like, these are the only guys that are showing up for us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, and then whatever the fucking however many Viking Raiders fucking friends they got to just come hang out at a fucking axe throwing thing or jobbers, I don't know who it was. They're probably yeah, legit, um, like their friends. Probably because they actually looked like to be having a pretty good time. Um, uh, Seems like there was a five star classic on Raw. Drew versus Baron Corbin <laughs> wasn't as bad as you would think, but it wasn't like. Oh, bad. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the other big the other note that I had on it was that um, it looks like Nia is going to be Oscar's first opponent for uh, for the title. Best thing um, is like when Nia came out to interrupt the celebration with Kyrie and Oscar. Um. Tom Phillips like, oh come on, and I'm like, I, <laughs> yeah, I fucking feel I that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same Tom. Um, let's see, Alistair Black versus a- Buddy Murphy. Oh um, yeah, that was a, yes, that was a really good match because they're really good together. Um, Austin Theory had just gotten kicked out of the association. We'll call it. He yeah. was doing the thing that Buddy was doing yeah. when Seth picked him up. When Buddy was just looking all fucking disheveled and disjointed, sitting out by the barricade. So Austin Theory joins that team, and I think they're setting up a Seth Rollins Alistair Black feud, and with like Seth Rollins Sick. doing the Messiah thing, and then just like the character of Alistair Black, and also like the Dark Lord, also like his like personal history of being in a cult. <laughs> yeah. um, this could be really fucking fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Um, also, Natty versus Shayna. Oh yeah, that's right. That was actually in a like, submission really good. in a submission match. It was really really cool to see. Nat- I love that. You know, every time, every once in a while, you, it, you can kind of tell it from the get go when it's just like, oh okay, like uh, Shayna versus Natalia in a submission match. Like you can, you, there's that part of my brain that's like, oh, this is gonna, this was given set aside to be something kind of special and cool, mm-hmm. and and it was a really fun match. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited with Austin Theory. I loved Seth's promo. Uh, when he's talking to Ray Mysterio yeah. about how, like, you know, Ray, basically, you're welcome. You know, n- nothing, nothing new in the form of like heels who did something shitty, and then it's just like, I actually, you're welcome because it's good for some reason. I, he plays that character very, very well, and he's mm-hmm. like getting a little bit more animated with it instead of being super like dry. Yeah, yeah. and so I like that um, a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I know I was kind of talking shit on Liv, Liv Morgan's uh, promo, but I do want I'm I'm curious to see what her repackaging is. I feel like the last time when she came back and it was the the potentially like lovers thing with Lana. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah, that was like that obviously fell very flat. And then she kind of like are back to the drawing board. So I hope whatever this next one is really does do something for her because we've said it like on the uh, here stuff like in ring. She's made clear strides to get like better and stuff. And so I I, I would like to see what a nice little something with that. I don't know what it's going to be, but yeah. maybe like with a uh, Kyrie or something. Kyrie's getting a fucking recorder over. You knocked a recorder over? No, Kyrie's gonna get oh, that oh. fucking recorder over. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, let's go to double or nothing. Double or nothing. A thing we were at last year. No. We were at it last year. How fun is that? How yeah, those are good memories. How times change. How times do indeed change now it's gonna be at daily's place right they're not still holding it somewhere special Daily's place yeah yeah which i like that venue i think it's kind of fun yeah um these we no got... fan shows it's great yeah 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 well they and they do a good job I, I don't know how many people they had in the crowd or how they had microphones set up but it felt like a lively participating crowd everybody in the crowd uh, was holding a mic right. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yes! They got a bunch of these uh, $20 USB mics. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Mics. Oh, yeah, dude. It just looks like they're all being fucking on the news or whatever. <laughs> you can just hear um, a bunch of people like. <sighs> let's let's run down this card. Uh, a pre-show match is a tag team match to determine the number one contender for the world tag team championship. We got private party versus best friends. They're pushing best friends. Bam, 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 so. bam, 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 Hell best yeah. friends. Dude, yeah. I hope best who, friends win. Who has the tag titles now? Hang, is it Kenny? Hangman and, and, Hangman and Kenny. Okay. Man. Oh, if best friends take it from them, that'd be tight. Yeah. Hangman man, and Kenny I, don't I, yeah. need it. So. Yeah. Exactly. They really don't. And Chuck. And they, oh, yeah. Exactly. Chuck and Trent deserve the world. Well, yeah. And the, the, they would do such fun videos with that, with Orange Cassidy. Like. Th- I love that idea of a little a little faction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a uh, stadium stampede match. Uh, can you explain what that is? I have no idea what it's going to be. <laughs> I have okay. no idea either. Uh, um, that's that's the one. Uh, who's participating in that one? So it says Matt Hardy and the Elite. Adam Page is listed on here. That's right. Uh, this is Wikipedia though. So versus Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson versus the Inner Circle, which is. Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sam and Guevara, and Santana and Ortiz. So it's going to be like a what, like a, a ten man fucking empty arena, Falls Count Anywhere match. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's going to be like but, some fucking fight. Yeah. Um, we've got man, this order is fucking whack. <laughs> um, we've got Doctor Britt Baker DMD versus Chris Statlander. It'll be a fun match. Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. I take it. Um, I take it. Doctor Britt Baker's winning. Yeah. Guys, this is a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have two women's matches. Oh. oh my god. Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida in a no disqualification, no count out match for the women's world championship. You know, given those stipulations, it's obviously in Nyla's favor. Mm-hmm. Um I would not be surprised if she held on to it, but I do think Shida's onto something right now, and I think that's something worth running with. And a strike while the iron's um, hot. 
I agree. I agree. I think so. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. We've got MJF versus Jungle Boy. I bet they're going to have... I bet this it's going to be a really fun match. Fun. Yeah. By the by, the by, I was looking... There's a ton of wrestlers on Cameo right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Fucking $15, uh, fucking Dominic Dijakovic. I'm like, oh. did you fucking like mess that up? 15 bucks? <laughs> uh, uh, MJF is $500. And I thought that was great. I thought Carl Anderson's 99, and I've been thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Just to say hey to you. Yeah. <laughs> Call me one of the boys. Yeah, man. I'm into it. Um, Dan Barry's got... like $10, so. <laughs> yeah. We've got a casino ladder match for yeah. for a future AEW World Championship I think, match. Is this going to be on the buy-in, aka the pre-show? That's not what it, it doesn't say that. Okay. Oh, because they're not. Yeah, I guess I just assumed because they're not doing the battle royal this year. But yeah, yeah, I guess they never said. But the the contenders. This is a wild ass, weird ass ladder match. We got Darby Allen, Cole Cabana, Boom Boom, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian, Frankie Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and to be determined. What do you think it's gonna be? Sting. It's Sting. Not stay. <laughs> That'd be a fucking. I, it, would I pop? Yes. Would I also be bummed out? 100%. I hope it's um, Tina Sabatelli. God. <laughs> um, you know, I mean. Maybe Pineapple uh, Pete. Maybe Pineapple that, okay, Pete. Okay. That makes that'd sense. That'd be a cool one. It's just like. You you feel like it would either be a big reveal or something they've kind of been teasing. Yeah. And they, I can't think of anyone from WWE that they no. would have signed. My yeah. my head went to big reveal as well. You know, like, um, I mean, it's possible. It's po- It's unlikely, but it's possible. You could see a Drew Gulak, um, but unlikely. Uh, it's possible that you could see, like, maybe. I mean, as much as I love that interview, it's probably not going to be Heath Slater. I'll tell you that. Um, well, uh, the, the, they can't start working until July. Okay, because a lot of those guys have the ninety day no compete. Yes, it's, it's uh, gonna be right. it's gonna be uh, Jake the Snake. He's gonna be wrestling DDP. That's who it is. DDP is gonna be wrestling. I mean, hey, I'd rather honestly, I'd rather see DDP wrestle than uh, Jake the Snake. But if I <laughs> can have fair. the choice of neither, that's fine. It's gonna be Dennis Rodman. It'll be Cody Hall. It's gonna be Mike Tyson, dude. He's already gonna be there. <laughs> oh yeah. Mike Tyson is uh, just presenting the championship, the yes. TNT championship. Yeah, we'll just go to that one next. Uh, Cody, Cody uh, versus Lance Archer. You know, I, I please, 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 Lord, let it be Lance Archer. Um, but uh, I, I like the idea of television titles. I don't know why. I've always thought they were kind of fun. Maybe that's just again, it was it was around when I was growing up. But yeah, uh, yeah like a TNT title, some sort of like television title. I think that's just a fun idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it should be fun. This one's gonna be weird because like. And I have all the smoke and mirrors, but Lance and Cody haven't really worked too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so these smoking, I, I don't know if a, like how the match is going to be. But yeah. It's definitely going to have all the smoke and mirrors. It, exactly. I, I think it's going to rely heavily on some sort of fucking what you mahoos it and a couple of now and thens and a couple of what's it? Uh, what's a Mike and Ike's. Yeah, a few of those. Cause yeah, you're gonna have people running out. You're gonna have maybe Arn Anderson fucking throw a fucking spine buster down on Jake the Snake Roberts if we're lucky. Yeah. 
that snake might have fucking appear. Um, you know, he might Jake the Snake Roberts might start molesting somebody. Um, you never know. And that's obviously worst case scenario, but I mean I could, things have happened. I could definitely see him putting a snake on Brandy to distract Cody. Yeah, but I, something tells me if they, if they go to the well of trying to attack Brandy again, then well, and maybe they will, and then Brandy will kick the shit out of Jake the Snake Roberts, which would be a <laughs> cathartic sort of cool thing. I, I could actually see them doing that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, however, it ends as long as Jake or as long as fucking Lance Archer walks away with that title, then they did it fine. Yeah, but if Cody walks away with that title, it'll fucking bummer, and what an asshole move to do to Lance Archer. It would be yeah, a big but. asshole. <laughs> And then we got John Moxley versus Brody Lee. Well, it's a big. We talked about it a little bit. Big make or break. Big yeah, exactly. So if Moxley wins, Brody Lee's dead. They could do it fun. I I really hope they don't bring out like number seven, number eight, and number ten of the the fucking whatever the Dark Order guys. Uh, they're I mean they're obviously gonna be there. Um, but, I hope they don't. I hope they're I, not in the finish of the match. I'm guessing this match actually has rules, though. Yes. Well, yeah. But you know, there's gonna be trickery and fuckery. Yeah. Um, Brody Lee has to lose. You can't take the belt off the monster. Yeah, but you yeah. can't make Brody Lee look like shit. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's just. I think because of <laughs> because of what's going on, like this was rushed, and. If we they had a full roster, if there wasn't a pandemic, I don't think I think they would have taken their time with Brody Lee, or they just are dumb because well, this no, could have been cool. Apparently, they gave him the option. Tony Khan himself had given the option, like, "Hey, if you want to wait until we have crowds, we can do this how you want to, you know, do it." I I think he made the right. I I don't know the right choice. Who's to say? I see where he made his choice to be like, no, I'm tired of sitting on my couch. I want to get in there. I want to be involved in something. Uh, and it was the right time to come in as the exalted one. But I feel they would have stretched out um, Swagger, Jake Hagar versus Moxley into this paper. If it wasn't yeah, oh, yeah they probably, probably would have done something like that. And just like they're like, it's very forced. Yeah. And he, he needs to win his first big thing. Because he's the exalted one. He's supposed to be exalted. Like, if you take... That name holds so much weight that right. him... Because he's, he's the head of this organization. But yeah, yeah. If, he, if he gets his ass kicked, then all of a sudden it's like... like you ruin the whole organization. <laughs> like, this yeah. just... Like, the Dark Order was dumb when it first started, and it's going to be dumb again. Like, it's... It just... I don't know. It's I, kind of a bummer. I have a big so question. So unless there's when was unless it there's really a moral. Cool? Um, <laughs> Kayfabe always. The the video packages were interesting. Okay, like the infomercial the, ones? Yeah. The idea of it with Brody Lee coming in and being like a cult leader and the idea of it could have been really cool. The execution is worse than fucking anything. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know. I really enjoy stuff like this. Like I part of there's a part of me that wants to go back and watch the fucking It's Me Austin. It was me all along. The yeah. Ministry of Darkness, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I I want more of that in wrestling. I think I haven't been watching, but I've been reading and listening to recaps. What Seth's been doing sounds incredible. Like 
this is the shit I'm into. Well, there really is, and there is something that's very, very fun about it. You know, there's a sweet spot between doing something that's outlandish and uh, kind of zany, but not taking yourself too seriously, and then you know, either and then or, or you could t- end up taking yourself too seriously, or do something that just misses the mark I, I, completely. I think and you kind of just one of the big parts of it is that like he wants to do like these like Vince McMahon shot promos, you know, like taking shots. Yeah, and that's yeah. dumb. And I think it's it just kind of turns it like a little bit more personal. Doesn't make sense with everything. Yeah, and so like, yeah, kind of let that, and that's like something where if you have more writers or a producer or something that can kind of help talk them off the ledge of that, instead mm-hmm, right. of it's like, oh, you got to do whatever you want for your reign. Yeah, yeah, that's where they would, it, yeah, that's where they would benefit greatly from having somebody just kind of has that bird's eye view who's not directly involved in the storyline to be like, actually, this doesn't make a whole lot of fucking sense. Yeah, you know, so, we, we know you're mad, but like, we really need to do this. Yeah, because if you can see it, it's like that. I think that's part of it too. Is like you can kind of see the train of thought where it's like Brody Lee's. They're like, all right, you're the exalted one. Like, you know, spread your wings and spread your wings and fly, fly. <laughs> uh, and he, uh, and he's like, all right, shit, all right, I gotta. What, what's my persona? What's my presence of this cult leader? Oh, my old fucking boss. Hate him. And like, yeah, it's like, oh, fuck my boss. Like that's fun and everything, but it's a little. It's. It's. I think it's like not it's not a bad decision that he made to do his character like that or do those videos, but it's again, it feels like a little bit of the low hanging fruit where it's like, I'm sure there's some level of creativity that could have been executed elsewhere in that to make, to differentiate, but fuck, but you know, don't give, don't put a camera on me and tell me to fucking make a character. I'll probably act like my boss too, but she's nice. (laughs) Your character's just super nice. Yeah. Be like, does anybody want some snacks? I got individually wrapped snacks, so we're not all putting our hands in the same bowl. Aww. But it's just... Carolyn's it's, great, It's man. just those uh, one crackers with either the peanut butter or the cheese. Yeah, dude. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Ooh. or, like, individually, uh, like, the little individually bagged, um, like, mini Oreos or, like, oh, mini yeah. um, things like that. Yeah, we get it. The, the, hey. the bag of, like, Frito-Lay, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And no complaints. No complaints. Toy. Um, well, yeah, that should be a pay-per-view. I'm most excited for the ladder match, honestly, just because mm-hmm. fucking Colt, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, like, fun, some cool fun to watch. Like, it'll be fun. I, I'm excited yeah. for it. I keep forgetting the thing it is, this weekend. So. It really, yeah, I know, really, me too. I The thing that I, I, I do think I love most about AEW is the unpredictability of it. And when you yeah. have something like pay-per-view and not on TNT, um, their pay-per-views really have so much more lee- leeway of being like i actually don't know what i'm g- about to get into yeah, yeah it's not something you really get a lot out of like a takeover or let's say a backlash um so it'll be entertaining uh, yeah. hopefully and yeah. mo- more than likely well we um we got some questions from uh our friend emma oh did we i didn't yeah i i i tweet i tweeted her just yeah, from my emma. own account yeah. um so here we go if there was one food item you could eat an endless amount of and get no negative effects from it, what would you pick? Oh, fuck. Like, I know everyone's expecting my answer to be Cane's, and it honestly might be their chicken. I'm going to say, got to go broad. Yeah, well... I'm too p- specific. Honestly, like this is a fucking basic ass answer, but it would honestly probably be tacos. 
I had I'm, I had these tacos at this place called Suerte in Austin, Texas. That was some of the best food I've put in my mouth. Um, and like Isai said, tacos they can be versatile. You can put whatever you want on them. Um, if I could, like. Yeah, it, like you can only eat one thing. If I could never have Campos Market carne asada again, I would cry. I've been grilling that up weekly. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of the best foods that um uh the Lord created. Was carne asada. Good beef. <laughs> uh man, yeah, it's hard not to go broad and, and basic cuz like the first one that popped in my head is obviously pizza. Mm-hmm. Um but honestly, dude, I'm a I'm a fucking I'm kind of a sweet tooth boy. If I could Ooh. have if I could have myself just a fucking a shitload of fucking oh man, I don't know why the first thing that pops in my head like red vines <laughs> or <laughs> I like just some sort of can just candy. Yeah, candy. Can I just take candy? Can I just take candy? Yeah, yeah I'm a can. can I'm a candy. I love I love candy. I never got out of it. It's you know to my detriment. That's tough. Um. Yeah, I was thinking kind of burritos, but I think with burritos is like depending on what is they are filled with, is depending mm-hmm. on how negative the effects are. Yeah, that's and true. So that's true. What I'm like, what I was thinking, it's like, what's something that I enjoy, but like you shouldn't really eat too much because there's just a lot of shit going on. And it's just and right. as so you're host, thinking about this differently than me. Yeah. I, okay, keep going. Uh, fried chicken. Yeah, yeah, dude. All right, hell yeah. It, That's I, a really good because one. To me, I was thinking about that. I'm changing my answer too. Yeah, because then it kind of <laughs> covers all of it as well as like with tacos. Like you can make some fucking tacos that are going to be super healthy. lean, healthy. You can depending yeah. on what you put on yeah. them. Um, whereas like fried chicken, you're going to have fucking fried chicken. Yeah, there, yeah. No, no, no way around it. That shit's going to fucking that shit's going to eat you up. Yeah. So to make mine a little different than E size, I'm going to say chicken that is fried. Okay, uh, because I when I think Please fried explain, chicken, explain the difference. When I think fried chicken, I don't think chicken nuggets. I think chicken tenders and chicken like fried uh, piece of chicken. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I want fucking. I want wings. I want fucking. I want fucking wings, dude. You know what? It's gonna be fucking wings. I'm gonna eat the spiciest wings. Ooh, yeah. And it's not gonna do shit. That's my Ooh, answer. I didn't think about like that. that. Yeah. Something. I love a good spicy, 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 but it yeah. will take the intestines uh, on a fucking road less yeah. traveled. Like habanero pizza. It's a road <laughs> too much traveled, but... <laughs> yes. Yeah. It yes. should not be. A ro- well, it takes the intestines on a, on a road quickly traveled. <laughs> um, and, spi- and and heat in it with a heat on it. My butthole. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'd, eat, I'd eat candy until the fucking cows come home, <laughs> man. I... Man, that fucking that's a limitless amount of fucking candy I can even think of right now. It's a Keith Lee amount of candy. Yeah, dude. He wants uh, junk food bl- to the sky. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, dude. We genie. <laughs> uh Blurgs would be Oreos. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I'm counting Oreos as mine though, Blurg, so <laughs> also <laughs> Cookies the, and candy are the same. Also the, <laughs> they're not, like, there's they're all not, the different types not. of Oreos too, so you can kind of they really are. Man, those fucking carrot cake Oreos. I like the carrot cake. I, been, I love I've, double stuffed golden Oreos. This is my favorite. Man. I've been yeah. on this very strict nutrition plan, um, so I don't die. That's not. That's what I say. It's a joke. Um, it's just so I get better and feel better about myself. No, for um, sure. But they're like, 
I've had dreams every night that I'm still on this diet, but I go and I eat something and then I wake up feeling guilty. Like I ate something. Yeah. Dude, I, I legitimately had dreams like that often when I quit, when I, when I was quitting smoking. Oh, it was, it was crazy. I think it's, there really is a part of your brain that is trying to form a bridge. Oh yeah. To, to something that you're used to that you're no longer, uh, taking in or whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I know that's what it reminded me of. I, I yeah. had dreams about smoking all the time when I was first, like really that's, fucking making the, the, that's the interesting. Quit. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, so basically my days consist of me thinking of what I'm going to eat. Like when I do have a cheat meal, <laughs> it's like yeah. once, once a m- at this point, it's going to be once a month, but it's so just like, you are allowed to kind of go ham at least. Every now and again, um, I'm sticking to this for one full month, so I make yeah, it. A, yeah. So I make it a habit. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and then I'm gonna be like, maybe once every two weeks, once a month, even. I'm gonna start yeah, yeah. slow because I have problems, and I will. If I eat McDonald's once, I'm gonna eat McDonald's twice. So it's the thing mm. where. I yeah, this is yeah, not a sure. therapy session. Um, this is a podcast. Oh, I, no, I I get it. I, but, I I I'm with you. But like, a thing I might eat is those fucking carrot cake Oreos. Dog, they're Ooh. so good. Oh, fuck, those are so good. I, you know what? I tell you that I say, I say this. I feel like there should be a nationwide movement because to eat Oreos. Yeah, well, no, with to the Nabisco company. <laughs> Because once they fucking introduced double stuff Oreos, I'm sorry, that became the standard. That's true. We d- we don't go back to the fucking single filled, and then they're gonna introduce in the thin Oreos. It's like no, the regular ones are now the thin ones. Yeah, the fucking double stuff is now regular. The mega stuff one, you can still call it whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, yeah. and like, those are big boys. And just like bring that in like randomly. Like don't have them all the time. That should be special. No, and and le- and if we're being honest, they're not good. I think the double stuff ratio is the perfect. It's a fucking. Ratio. It's a beautiful ratio. I want it's, um. Oh, I want so oops good. all cream. Yeah, <laughs> just, just a tub of Oreo cream. Who fucking wants it. Oh, you, yeah. I mean, and with Blurgs, with Blurgs, uh, uh, they could definitely fucking take the cereal too. The mm-hmm. Oreo O's. Ooh. Oh yeah. Because I feel I count that dude. And cereal Ooh. might be breakfast one. cereal is a good one too. Breakfast, but there's healthy breakfast cereal. But I just that but, doesn't matter I just because I would bunches of votes and I haven't had those in years. Like, because if there were no consequences, you would never see another fucking special K. Yeah. In my in my cabinet, you would never see another thing of fucking raisin bran that's in there right well, now. I, I don't know. I feel like old people cinnamon. just love raisin. Brand though, I'm not gonna lie though, dude. I kind of love raisin brand. Yeah, it's really good. I fucking hate raisins. Yeah, me too. I always used to, but I get it. I I love them now. You grew that beard and became a little old. (laughs) Fuck. Like man, what have I been doing this whole time? No, I had a big turnaround. We could answer this real quick too. What what are some what are some food turnarounds that you've had as an adult of things you hated as a child, but now really find yourself enjoying? Uh, I'll start. Okay. Uh, uh, pickles. I couldn't do them at all when I was a kid. Now, big fan. Raisins. I'm not a huge fan, but Fuck I like them more now than I ever did. Um, the only thing I can think of that I was like avidly against as a kid was tomatoes. Mm. Um, and now I like tomatoes. I only love tomatoes when they're a tiny bit underripe. Like Ooh. I like them a little firm and a little tart. 
Um, I can't eat tomato. I can't eat them unless they're on like a sandwich or on like a. Oh yeah, don't else. fucking eat tomatoes by themselves. Like an apple. I'm not a yeah, monster. I know people who do, and it, I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, more power to Murph, you. Murph will like gross. slice up a tomato, salt and pepper it, and just munch it. I've heard that's the. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the trick. Um, no knocking. See, for me, it's probably crab and lobster. Okay. Ooh. So I don't. I don't really like any seafood at all. Hmm. But when I was like. 18 or something or 19 we were at this buffet in eugene oregon that had just a fucking ton of crab legs and so everybody's just mounting down like well i gotta see what this is all about all right all right like maybe this is good and then i kind of did the same thing with lobster this one time i was in vegas i'm like okay yeah you gotta you gotta try the lobster when you're in and so (laughs) from there i'm like i really like crab and lobster and my Family is always really weird about it. Like my sister, my mom, like <laughs> you don't like seafood. What happened? I'm like, I don't know. Also, uh, <laughs> um, I think uh, cooked broccoli. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I never really liked cooked broccoli. It's I, one of my favorite foods. I would fuck up like just like a like a raw like bushel of broccoli, not even like ranch. Just like I like just cold ass fucking uh, like raw broccoli or okay. cauliflower, Got a crispy crunch on yeah, it. Yeah, just yeah. that and cauliflower. I just like you know the vegetable trays. That's what I'm going after. Totally. I never liked the. I think it's like the texture of like cooked broccoli. So yeah. But then like started getting it like stir fries and like shit like that, like Mongolian barbecue. I'm like right. Mm-hmm. Right. A little broccoli beef. Yeah. I fuck with that. I'm like this is good. Yeah. 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 Um, well, yeah, we got some more questions from Blurk. What's your worst experience with a Karen? So I saw Uh, that I've, I saw this earlier, so I'll go first. Um, I used to work in a call center for a multi-level marketing company. So those are people who a majority of them are running their own business. Um, they have customers to deliver to, but are demographic was uh karens uh rich rich people with exorbitant amounts of income who um were very entitled so um there was this one lady who called in and she was just like so i was the manager of the people who took escalations so, oh, I've been on the phone with a couple of them. Yeah. So she like was swearing at them and all this stuff about like having to pay shipping or some dumb shit. So, like, like, they, like they would usually do. Like they, they usually have yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I just ended up calling her up and be like, hey, um, we don't um, you can't treat the, our employees like this. Like you can't do this. She's like, we're, are, so are, you're saying you're willing to um, lose me over this? And, <laughs> um, this was shitty of me, but I looked at her numbers and I was like, honestly, yes, <laughs> yeah, dude, yes. So don't good. feel shitty about that. And you like, don't owe anything to that multi-level marketing company. Yeah, well, I still worked there. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, I guess I didn't need to say that, but yeah, you did. <laughs> So at first I'm like, what? I'm like, what company is it? Then I'm like, oh wait, I know this. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you're uh, bad at lying. Dude, yeah. So um, I mean, I dealt with like that um, so much when yeah. I was managing Verizon. Oh, wow! Well, okay, at the store, like, that was like 
like weekly just a fucking Karen attack. One of my like yeah. one of my favorite things though is because anytime that they would come in and they would be talking to like one of my employees and if I'm not on the floor, I'm in the back, but you can fucking hear everything. Oh yeah. And so I loved it because what I would always do is have my rep go and like when they come to get the manager, I'd have him sit in the back and we'd close the door. You could still hear everything. Just a kind of game. And so I'd go out there I'm like, all right, so yeah, what was going on? You know, I tried to be at first kind of like, hey, what's going on? And then like I heard everything already. And if they were just being a shit, I'd be like, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I listened to everything in the back, and then I would just back up exactly what my rep said. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. I, one of my favorite things. I remember this because I was at the CUNA store, and I just had this lady, and she wasn't even with Verizon yet. Like She was like complaining about like this online offer that had expired um, like from a, a weekend to a Monday. Sucks, but you missed the fucking day. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. You had all this update. You had like a month before. And she's and she's like, it's only a day, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, I was going to come to Verizon and bring my whole family and do this, this, and that. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I'm like, sorry, you know, you missed it by a day. Also, I mean, you're getting free phones, so really, we're not losing too much income, so. And, <laughs> and then she's just like, <gasps> I'm like, sorry, we're not going to do it. Like, you missed it by a day. Make sure to check your dates on everything. Have a good day. And then I just like yeah. left. And told my guy to Man, get back that's, there. that's such a good feeling to be able to fucking tell somebody off. Oh yeah, like, she would have um, tried to be nice about it, or like we tried to find, find right. something, or like, hey, like, like I'm not trying to be rude. Is there anything we can do? Like, I saw this, I couldn't make it in. Whatever it may be, you know what? Let's see what our options are. When she's just like blatantly yelling at my like my fucking employee. Oh my god. Oh no. Yep. You can go eat blood. I dude, I I hate that. I've I've worked in a lot of like restaurants and a lot of like serving food and whatnot i've just i've dealt with it so often the two times that are the craziest one most recently uh i work for a place now that distributes and whatnot with fucking microfiber towels and like auto detailing shit Mm -hmm. anyway there is almost no karen greater than an old man who is upset with his microfiber towels (laughs) yep uh and i can't even tell like there are certain little fucking things about these towels that i'm not even gonna get into (laughs) But there's a, there's careful ways you got to wash them or okay. whatever or okay. whatnot. So sometimes people just don't think about it. And then they get all pissed off when they're like, what the, the fuck? It's fraying on the edge. But they will yell. I mean, they'll get mad, dude. So old men are can be the worst Karens. I will oh, say that. But I the believe worst, that. But the worst the worst one I ever got was when I was working at Whole Foods. Of course it was. Uh, and it happened several times. I'm sure, I'm sure Jenna's got fucking just as many goddamn oh, yeah. awful stories of working with people. But this lady, so I was like the salad bar guy. Like, I just made sure the salad bar was full and the cold bar. Uh, and this lady was there with her kids. And she was like probably like, you know, mid-40s or whatnot. And her kids were all young. And she was like, do you have any more blue cheese dressing? And I was like, well, let me go check in the back for you. And I went and I was like, no, we don't have any in. Like, we no. have a shipment coming in today. We just didn't have any. Yeah. It happened. Like, we would run out of shit. And she got so mad. She was like, "You, this is a Whole Foods. This is a salad bar at Whole Foods, sir. This is a Whole Foods, and you don't have any blue cheese dressing." And I was like, "No." And in my head too. In my head, you have to do this thing of being like, "Do not fucking come at me about being a bad salad bar man when you're complaining about the least healthy dressing you could ever put on a salad." But also, but the best. I mean, I I disagree. No Italian. I respect. 
I, spe- I respect your right to say it. But the <laughs> thing that got worse about it was she was mad. She was like, at, she was in that thing where she was acting like she could not understand what I was saying. And then she started saying WTF. <laughs> WTF. And then she looked over at her kids and she was like, right, kids? Right? WTF. And then they started chanting WTF at me as well. And I was not the only person on the floor. I could get people to back this up. I felt like I was being yelled at by a cult. <laughs> And I was, I went to the back and I was like laughing in a way where I was just like, I know I'm supposed to be nice out there, but I'm not going back out until she leaves because I can't take this seriously. Like I do not get paid enough to fucking just hang out with that. <sighs> that's I a, got cha- I, I got chanted at, I that's got chanted a good at. good story. I, I was a shit. Dude. Like I, I talk back to people. At, my favorite thing was at Pie Hole, and I'm glad I don't work there anymore, but I would just, it was so nice to just look a drunk person in the face and just be straight up like, fuck you, you're being a creep, get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. There is nothing more satisfying than being like, I mean, I, I understand why a dictator would want to be a dictator. Yeah, when, but, you know, when they ask to talk to a manager and like they're being assholes, like, it's be a dick right back. Oh, it's the best. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, someone starts cussing at you, you're just like, you just opened a whole fucking window of things that I can now... Do friend, <laughs> you initiated it with your aggressive language? Oh yeah, speak, like you're speaking old guy, like are some of the worst Karens. Like I remember this one dude yeah. was like, like probably 65 years old, and he bought a case like six months before. It's like I never use it, so I want to return it. I'm like, dude, there's 30 days. Dude, it's been it's been a half and a year like, now. He was like yelling at like this girl that um was was working there, and she calls me crying. She's like, this guy like, won't leave, and he keeps yelling at me. And oh, so like no. I come up. And I'm like, all right, man. So can't return your case. Um, it's six months ago because I looked at the receipt on the computer. Like, also, you can't talk to people that way, especially here. So get out. It's like, what? I'm like, yeah. you're gone. Get out. And he's like, yeah. then he brought his like his wife came in to try to return it. I told her no, and that she also wasn't welcome. I love that. I love that to death. Damn. I think that's the best. I think that's that's one of the the rare privileges of being in the fucking customer service. Uh, retail world is the sweet times that you get to be like, no, you know what? You leave. Mm-hmm. You go hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going to stay right here and keep making money. How, you know, however little it is, but I'm not getting fired for telling you to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. There we go. One last question. Let's do it. Uh, what food do you think you cook the best? Uh, Blurg. Mm-hmm. Uh, cooks a really good spaghetti sauce. Uh, bottle that up and send it to me, Emma. Yeah, we'll be the judge of that, yeah, Emma. We'll be the yeah, judge. Um, we'll be the judge of that. I'll put that over some fucking noodles. Hell yeah. Uh, no, but that's awesome. I do think there is a sweet, There's... sweet ju- art to making a good sauce. Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's true. What 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 foods do you think you make the best? Um, I make a mean hash. You take oh, okay. it's uh beet, potato, apple, bacon, serrano pepper, little shallot to get you that onion flavor. Ooh. I figured out how to crisp it up, you put, make it real nice. You put the shallots yeah, yeah, in before man. to kind of let them get that nice aroma going. Brown them up. A I actually bit. don't because it takes forever yeah. for the uh the beets and the potatoes to cook, so the shallows would be burned. Okay. Um, but I put them in right once those are almost done. Then I cook the bacon beforehand and just drop that in at the end. Uh, the serranos I put in when I put in the shallots. So like the whole thing gets that heat. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, baby. And then a, just a fried egg on top of it. It's the best. It's my favorite breakfast. Yeah, the apples in there with like the sweetness and acidity kind of really oh, yeah. like, a, like would balance everything out. Oh yeah. yeah, and the bur- the beets are so earthy, and who doesn't want potatoes in the morning? Exactly. I completely agree. Man, I I don't know what I could say. I cook the best. I I I don't know. I love cooking, but and I I like I now that I don't work at a place where I have to fucking work with food all the time. I really like. I really enjoy chopping up stuff now. So anything that involves a lot of like veggies or a lot of little things that need to be chopped up, mm-hmm. I get. I get really into actually like mincing and dicing things and like making little, little whatnot. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Different scrambles, different sort of like casseroles. I really into, I, I make a pretty good breakfast burrito tight, but uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. I can't really put a pin on it. I'm not saying they're all fucking like great, but <laughs> I pretty much cook everything pretty fucking good. Blurg. <laughs> Dope. Dope. Um, I've got a couple I've been doing, especially lately. Um, breakfast burritos i've been like killing because i like will do everything make everything and then grill the burrito on one side then throw down a layer of cheese on the, the pan put the burrito on top of that let it melt over so it gets oh, like a cheese yeah, crisp dude. on it i love that um that's been really good i've been making meatballs lately for with pasta Ooh. and Ooh. i found a good Spicy. blend of of ground beef with a little bit of Italian sausage in there. Um, mm-hmm. Mix that together. Just it crisps up really nice. And then I've uh, been doing fried chicken tenders. And Wait. I did one with homemade Nashville hot, uh, yeah, Nashville hot sauce that I Ooh, essentially yeah. ripped off from uh, Hattie B's and it was the fucking best. I also yeah. use like 12 different mm-hmm. fucking like herbs and spices from uh, like when I'm doing the chicken, I do like a buttermilk and um, pickle pickle juice like fucking brine on it like oh hell yeah that hot sauce. i i go a little bit crazy with that shit hell yeah that rips um <clears throat> i've been making weird sauces lately because my diet's so like strict i've put on i just mix yogurt and hot sauce so okay yogurt and fucking el yucateo the green one ooh. oh yeah, yeah oh it's so kinda, good it kind of makes sense that. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's basically a replacement for sour cream. I was going to say, it's so, like kind of yeah. like a sour cream mayo-ish type thing. Look at that. Yeah, of- but you mix it up super good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I made cane sauce once. That was before Ooh. That was before I started this, but uh, cane sauce is very easy to make, and I got it almost perfect. Same with the um, with Nashville hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like the best thing is like, you can kind of control the heat, and it's just so fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah double I appreciate dip, that. I feel like double we, dip the tenders too. Ooh, ooh. I feel like we could start a secondary podcast of the joys of uh, cook. We let's start a cooking podcast. Oh, <laughs> and I've been grilling three times a week, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We dude, barbecue. anytime, anytime either you or, or Jenna posts anything about like that asada, I'm just like, fuck. I'm probably gonna end up making my way back to beef. I mean, they have chicken there. They have hell. chicken and pork. If you their their chicken's incredible. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, we've still been making like so. Katie's not eating meat, uh, and so we're still like when we make meals together, they're they're meat free. But so I've been going. There's this place here in Boise. I'll fucking I'm about to uh, Mount Everest Momo Cafe. Yeah, you guys been I've there? I've heard of it. <laughs> See it on Uber Eats all the time. It's fucking good as fuck. Oh my god, it is so so good. It's like Tibetan, like Himalayan food. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. It's really really goddamn good. Um, their chicken phenomenal. Uh, same with uh, Kibram's, that Ethiopian restaurant. Oh, Kibram's rocks. 
Um, as hell. So, since you've been eating chicken, yeah. have you dove in into the world of chicken sandwiches yet? No, Ooh. no, I haven't. The Popeyes one is on my list. I'm like, I, I, I can do Let's this in wings, it. dude. I want to get. It sucks because I started eating chicken again. All of a sudden, all the places that serve wings up fucking closed down. But I, I haven't had wings in a, you know years, and I'm fucking trying to get at it. Buffalo Wild Wings still does pick up. Yeah. Oh, that's. that's I mean, true. it's not it's not the best wings, they're, but they're, it does the job. They're very consistent, and their I'm, sauces I'm, are wonderful. That's the one. I'm. Sp- I'm specifically looking for the moment where it's safe and not horrible to go out. And I want to go to like, I'm not saying the Dutch goose, but a, re- uh, a bar like that. And I feel like, I feel like the environment is important for how I want to reintroduce Crescent, things into, Crescent, my, no lawyers into my temple. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I work near the Dutch goose, so that's the only reason I fucking would actually probably just end up there because yeah. I'm going. Also, right that's, that's like that close to where you that live makes sense. too. Exactly. He's like, I'm gonna get all fucking wing drunk and walk home. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Um, uh, I don't know. Man, that's awesome. That's funny. I make a good Let's fucking wing too, by the way. Toy. You make- I, I uh, bake them first. So you bake them um, to kind of cook everything th- through. And then the healthier option, air, yeah. air fry them. Air fry them. Man, cr- that's, a, that's great. So you bake them, cook them, and then you crisp them by the air fryer, just like a fried wing. It's the best. Nice. I love it because once you get it cooked, once it's already there, not going to make you sick. You can just fucking play jazz on those bad boys. Yeah. You can get all spicy up on them. You can fucking crisp them the up. The air nice. fryer is the fucking best. I want to get me one of those. I need to get an air fryer. Right. Well, anyway, let's let's wrap this baby up. Let's do it. Um, if you listen to the show, um, it's on the eavesdrop. On- it's on the eavesdrop podcast network. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> check out the other shows on there. Um, if you want to, uh, leave us a review, whatever. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. Leave a comment on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Where you can watch the video yeah. of this, where we, where you could see the sunglasses that we were talking about that Esai was wearing. You can see my unmade bed. You can um, see the unmade, you can see the Adidas crown that Derek was fucking, <laughs> had a, adorned earlier. That's true. You can see um, yeah uh check it out if that's your thing like rate subscribe um smash that smash that like like button um Um, send it um yeet yeet yeet. um yeah that's enough for plugs um thank you for listening happy and wrestle boys 316 says happy happy miroslav day (laughs) that also works Russell Boys 316 says, if you're a homophobic, transphobic, uh, just an asshole, uh, we got two words for you. Eat shit. Fuck you. Suck it.